Before we get started today, we have a message from our sponsor, 3BR Distillery. 3BR is a producer of unusual craft spirits featuring a kitschy Slavic punk tasting room in Keyport, New Jersey. 3BR's unique Gorovka spirit, made from peas, is an homage to a family recipe secretly distilled in the USSR. Experience craft cocktails made with Slavic-inspired ingredients in-house. Visit 7 Main Street in Keyport for more. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's a crossover <laughs> episode. Um, so we're here to talk to you today about all of the recent news coming out of the DC EU and uh, Warner Brothers, you know, respectively. Um, and you know, James Gunn just announced a uh, just a litany, litany yeah. of projects. Very like randomly. I really thought they were going to build it up. I felt like there was going to be like an announcement. It's coming, and then all of a sudden, just like. It's my YouTube video. Hey guys. Yeah, What's he up? just dropped it like, on social media. Just like, him looking at the yeah. camera. Yeah, and super it. simple. And it's exciting because it's the first. It's the first time ever in DC EU's history that they seem to have some sort of a plan. A that plan? isn't complete shit. Um, so the the most promising thing that has been said so far about this, before we get into the nitty gritty, my favorite line about this whole thing is that in his big release just very casually dropped a note that this will be nothing like Zack Snyder's vision. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he was like... Could not make me happier. Yes. It's a good start, at least. Yeah, it's a good start. Because exactly. it can't get any worse. Yeah. I think okay. they also want to be like, let people know, like, I understand we're rebooting it literally, like, only a couple years after we started. But, like, trying to let people know, like, it's different. Like, just give us a chance, you know? Yes, but what we're going to get into is, of course... He is announcing this new universe, and he's called the Chapter One Gods and Monsters. Yes. But we still have four remnants of the Zack Snyder verse still out there waiting right. to be released. True. So and it we, is and kind of a reboot on the fly. Both, yep. um, you know, like so over the next year and change, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. No, actually, Flash, all this year, Blue Beetle, Aquaman: Lost Kingdom, all come out. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's weird because when you look at the release order, like okay, Shazam, whatever, and it, like. Um, but I'm talking like overall, like okay, they're obviously going to use Flashpoint as like a way to reset things. However, but it but then there's two movies after, after. that. That if that Flashpoint was the last movie, I'd be like, oh, I see where it's going. Yes. But it's like they're going to reset everything, and then let's have another Aquaman movie with the same characters. And we don't know if these cameos are going to stick. But Ben Affleck has been confirmed to be Batman in the Flash. And the with, Aquaman sequel. Oh, with uh, with Michael yeah. Keaton. Oh, yes. Okay. So, uh, the Flash makes sense in a sense where it's a classic comic book trope where this Flash movie will begin, and he's Batman. Flash does multiverse shenanigans, and maybe he resets it a la Flashpoint. Right. And maybe, you know, the the new Batman is the DCU Batman, and maybe the middle Batman is Michael Keaton, or Michael Keaton is the new Batman. But that seems less likely. Yeah. Because the Batgirl movie, which tied into Flash. To Flash doesn't even exist anymore. Exactly. And in that Batgirl movie, Batman was 
than um, sorry was um, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton and oddly enough Commissioner Gordon was the commissioner from Justice League or yes. at least it was J.K. Simmons playing a similar role right yeah so so, so we can't we can't even talk about Batgirl because yeah. I am I have so many hot takes yes. on Batgirl <laughs> we'll address that in a whole other yeah. episode so Ed take us through what has been just give us the rundown of everything yeah. that's been announced and we'll go one by one yes so. Uh, James Gunn on January 31st released 10, um, 10 projects that he's going to be working on. Oddly enough, the first one is Creature Commandos, a very obscure DC uh, comic property that's going to be a seven-episode animated series. Didn't he say it was a hybrid, though? It was like hybrid live-action and animated? So the announcement is that this is the first of what they're going to try to do across this whole new DC universe is Creature Commandos will be animated. Hmm. However, they're going to cast it with an eye to having the voice actors oh, that's play right. live action versions in other properties. Oh, taking a little page out of the Star Wars book. 100%. Gotcha. So, oh, I see. The way I yeah. viewed it was like it was going to be like um, like Pete's Dragon. Like they were going to be animated. Something happens and brings them into the real world or something kooky. It, it seemed from like from his uh, announcement that it was more that it would be like Star Wars, where like the Clone Wars characters have now begun being. They're kind of like we're gonna cast real life actors, see how they test. If they test yes. well, great, you all show up. If they don't test well, they release heavy from yes. their contracts and call it a one off. And oddly enough, this is gonna be the first thing that's released under this new DC, which is such an interesting, and it's all by him. which is such an interesting place to start like oh we're rebooting it oh with a property that nobody knows like you it's know. gardens galaxy all over again you know? oh, not only because because not because not only were the gardens galaxy a basically unknown commodity in marvel the gardens galaxy that he actually put on screen was right. even less well known because there oh, was a guardians right. of the galaxy that went back to the 80s um, that, that had one a had completely the, different lineup that Yandu right. was actually in. Yeah, oh, Yandu was actually yeah, in. Yeah. And, they, and, and they, like they, Adam and Warlock had, had a bigger role. And they had um, and, and they had this guy who had taken up the Captain America shield, Major Victory, and they had yeah, all these other his characters. Team was already yeah. different. And right. and so what he took is he took this new Guardians of the Galaxy that was only a couple years old in the comics, and it allowed him to really do whatever he wanted. You know, there's right. there's no like huge base of creature commandos fans that are gonna be like super angry. When he changes around, or if he gotcha. messes around, yeah. or something. like I thought it was obscure when they announced uh, Doom Patrol yeah. on uh, on the DC. Right, and now it's four seasons in. Like it's and yeah, I mean we well we're gonna have to do a whole episode yeah. on Doom Patrol also. That show that show fucks. But anyway, yeah. So, so let's just start <laughs> with with uh, with with Creature Commandos because honestly, I think that this is probably the easiest one to, to, to talk about because like you said, nobody's ever fucking heard of it, and right. that's and that's you know for for the three of us in this room to say that we are entirely unfamiliar with it. That's a bold statement because there's yeah. not a lot of things that, that get yeah. past yeah. us. In well, the and and I think they're relatively new. They right? are. And they, say, it's not like they have this, this yeah. deep history right, exactly. from the 70s or whatever. Yeah. And he said this DC Universe is not going to be like Marvel in the sense where, okay, Iron Man is the first hero. There's some like flashback characters, but for the most part, the world of superheroes started in 2008. Yeah. He says the DC is going to have this like long-term, there have always been heroes and gods yeah. and they kind of touch they slightly touched on that with black adam and the jsa like mm-hmm. we we got introduced to them but there was a lot of like hawkman's been around for a minute right. and you know adam smasher's not new like they they, they started that a little and bit. that was one of the few things that black adam actually did well mm-hmm. was just we don't need a, these yeah. heroes and it's like we and don't like need way, a, we don't need another origin yeah. story similar to what they did to spider-man exactly. we don't need to see uncle ben get shot again like we got it yeah. you right. know well, well you know why we didn't see uncle ben get shot why? Because Aunt May got fucking impaled by a goblin glider. What? 
You don't need to, you don't need to kill Uncle Ben because he killed Aunt May. Oh, oh, yes, I see. Well, they've they implied that Uncle Ben exists in the MCU. Yeah, no, right. That, I'm trying to make a joke, guys. They killed Aunt May, okay? Yes. Marissa Tomei. God damn it. Anyway, all right, continue. A little all fail right, on and, that joke. But, but what I'm excited about. <laughs> what I'm excited about Future Commandos, though, is since it's animated, it might allow them to really go crazy with kind of setting up the world. And some oh, cameos too, you know, like they could foreseeably um, cast some of the voice actors we see in bigger roles, and then have them make it in time for the uh, animated show. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see where that goes. But I also just like that the first project in this new series is something that Gunn can really put his stamp on. Oh yeah, this is, and then yeah. I think also like. DC knew what they were doing. They're like, listen, we're going to give it to Gunn. We're going to get some weird shit. But I think they were like, we need to compete with Marvel. We need to get our shit together. And I think instead of trying to go, like, introduce one by one and kind of do what Marvel did, like, we got to go more left and just kind of give people weirdness to separate ourselves a little bit instead of being carbon copy. And it's low stakes. If Future Commandos doesn't light the world on fire in terms of ratings... It's not a disappointment that's going to cancel this, right? Because, because no, you're not. They're not spending twenty million an episode on um, animated shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, so I think that that's good because the biggest thing about this new James Gunn, and I and I also want to mention that he's doing this in, uh, with Peter Saffron as well, a long term producer. So like, oh right, yeah. which he's, is he's which is important other because like, as much as I trust James Gunn unquestionably as a filmmaker right like running a huge studio and all this other stuff and working with other creatives this is a little bit more of a uncharted territory so like i like that he has somebody else helping him and it's also just going to be a large amount of work because as we're, we're going to see as we go through this he's not only it's not he only has like his he's hand every yeah he's like writing and potentially directing the superman movie and like he's already writing this animated series so he's kind of all over the place in terms of like yeah. his, his step it's almost like a, a friend we know Matt who like spreading himself very thin and has his hand in so many projects he can barely keep afloat it's like so but like the parallels are just have no idea so tasteful about, but they're all good <laughs> <laughs> and then the second um, project that he announced this is, I wasn't surprised with is Waller which is an HBO Max TV series where Viola Davis Returns love. as Amanda Waller. So, love. I mean, she actually just um, she just got an um, she's she just an officially EGOT. got an EGOT. So she's now an that, EGOT yeah. winner. So definitely one of the most uh, talented people involved in all this. Oh yeah. But this also confirms that aspects of the previous DC universe will exist. Oh right, because she kind of because she was Amanda Waller in the previous. I mean, right. she's Amanda Waller in several of these series. If you go back to you know, she she right. has more. I think appearances than any other DC yes. universe character between yes. Suicide Squad, Black Adam, she Peacemaker. Was, right, she was at the end of yeah. what was it, uh, Wonder Woman. I, uh, one of them. She was not at the end of. She was at the end of Black Adam. Oh yeah, no, but what was the one where she Superman. like gave Bruce all of the info on like that was Suicide Squad. Oh, that was the, Suicide yeah, Squad. Oh, uh, well, okay, I yeah. can't remember. I, there's too many. Yeah, the, the unwatchable yeah. one. Yeah, but <laughs> this is also kind of serving um, as a replacement for season two of Peacemaker. Yeah, he's giving this to a different person. A different creative is going to be in charge of this, and of so Peacemaker or of, of Waller. Of, of Waller. But, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. Waller's going. To, he's already said it's Team Peacemaker is going to be a part of it. So yeah, Peacemaker, all the agents who worked with them. I'm sure they're going to reference all that. So so it seems like whatever's going on with Waller and if it'll be Checkmate or what they'll end up making it be or whatever's right, going yeah, on because... with the Suicide Squad. 
that is going to be some sort of holdover from the previous regime. Exactly. Which, uh, and I saw in, in our notes that you said, like, Gunn said he doesn't have time to do Peacema- Peacemaker season two. Yeah. Which means, like, he's like, no, no, that's my baby, and no one's touching it except me. Yeah. But we can do, like, a spinoff and make it more, you know, like, not espionage is not the word I'm looking for, but if we push it more on Waller, I don't think we're not going to be, it's going to be a little more grounded, maybe like She-Hulk. We're not going to get like these huge action set pieces, right. but the, it, the story is going to be good. Because and you can have Peacemaker day. be a big part of it too. Oh, right, it's exactly. just, you know, yeah, I want... the Peacemaker-centric show can come back in the future in some way. Yeah, right. it feels to me like what they're setting up, especially especially after Black Adam, which, you know, we think is still that's still going to be in the, like, like the, we're not going to see The Rock as Black Adam for a very long time again. If but ever. If yeah. ever. But right. that was, what, what, what was But it was world builded a little bit. Exactly. Because when they were making Shazam, they kind of, yep. I think, pulled some stuff. And yeah. they're, they're setting up, in my opinion, they're setting up Amanda Waller to be like the Nick Fury of this universe. Yes. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Um, so that, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for The Waller show because I think they can do a really good job. Uh, you know, fleshing out her character exactly. a little bit more instead of just... It could be very Aiden's the shield. Uh, that, that, that's kind of what I'm hoping it's going to be. Like, I, I want it to be more espionage more like dealing with the complex moral questions of, of superheroes existing in a world where she's just trying to do her job as like a world peacekeeper, right. even though she's just like a raging cunt. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're definitely gonna give her more layers though. Mm-hmm. They're making her be the next. She can't just be a little like I'm Task Force X. Do my bidding and shut up. Like it's exactly. gonna, they're gonna have to give her a little more layers, which Viola can do. I'm yeah, not worried totally. about it. Yeah, so I, I'm very excited about that too. It seems like so. What's interesting is these first two are very much in kind of the wheelhouse of James Gunn. You know, it's, it's right. basically Peacemaker Plus. Right. And it's kind of like an animated Guardians of the Galaxy. So we're very much you know in, yeah. in, in stuff which we know he can very be. involved in. Uh, the next uh, this and, one is and last something. project that he's apparently very involved in is Superman Legacy. That's that's going to be the first major release. So they that's already have exciting. a date, July eleventh, twenty twenty five. Which means they're they doing look- this right. Which is I think the way it should be. Superman is going to be the first proper superhero right. in this world. He is going to be the Iron Man. He's going to be right, right at the center of it. But it, when I saw twenty five, I was surprised because I'm like. You know, it's six months for post, so that means it has to finish filming in 24. Yep. And that means probably filming most of 24, which means, like, they got to get on pre, like, now. Yeah, they got Which yeah. I was really, yeah. I I'm just, I thought the timeline was going to be a little pushed, and I was like, 25, I was like, well, that means they're literally starting pre-production, like, yesterday. Well, it sounds yeah. like he has a script. Right, I think that, yeah. and that right. And, he's, and, and he can also, write, yeah. he's been posting that it's basically all-star Superman. Right. Yeah, so yeah. he's been he's been posting um now what's uh, the photos di- of so him. just just to give yeah. me a quick little cliff notes yeah. version of what kind of version of Superman that is. So All Star Superman, I actually think is probably the best new Superman story of the past twenty years, uh, and it was an Elseworlds title without being called Elseworlds. So mm-hmm. what it was is for a couple of years there, DC had this imprint called All Star. It would be All Star Superman, All Star Batman, All Star Wonder Woman. They were each in their own world, and they would kind of start from scratch. Um, with with um, with their mainstream heroes, and this one was a sh- was like it's been released now as like a, a twelve part um, mm-hmm. graphic uh, novel, and it's very bright in terms of like the characterization of Superman, like in terms of him being a hopeful character. Even the uh, the color pal- palette is very Technicolor. It's almost like a nineteen fifties version of Superman without the silliness. So okay. He's like so there's like a lot of like. Um, there's a lot of like extra sci-fi stuff. Um, they really play into like the whole like 
um, mad scientist villains. And, I'm just uh, excited and, to and see. Luther. I'm just excited at the potential of a of an actual good Superman movie. Because like, let's be yeah. honest here. There has not been a good Superman movie released since Christopher Reeves was wearing the game. <laughs> Correct. Because Man of Steel was fine in, yeah. in a lot of regards. Batman yeah. versus Superman, not even going to discuss yeah, that. No. Uh, the Christopher, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the Brandon Routh version, the Brian okay. one. It had, it had some beautiful moments, but on a whole it wasn't good. But even then, its best moments were when it connected itself yeah. to the Christopher Reeves. Series. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, I mean, yeah. the best, you know, the best, and we're not going to get too much into it now, but the best iteration of Superman in the last 50 years has been Tyler Hoechlin in yeah. uh, in the, uh, the the Arrowverse and the expanded part of that. So, yeah. anyway. But yeah, All-Star Superman, it's great. It's very it's a very optimistic Superman. There's a great scene where he talks um, a kid out of um, committing suicide. Uh, there's a lot of clever callbacks to the 50s. So boring. I, I love this scene where <laughs> he has a key the size... <laughs> I don't know. I just Superman gets a cat out of the tree. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I'm one of these. But I'm I'm very like eh, on Superman just because yeah. I find him very overpowered. And then it's like all of his stakes is like this little Krypton. Like a regular person yeah. can't do that. And it's like I don't know. He just doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. And maybe that's just the stories I've seen in like yeah. the movies where yeah. he's just so overpowered. It just I don't. I find no, it. I mean, Ed, Ed, is, Ed is our study on Superman. But my yeah. I, I share a very similar opinion. He's a very hard character to write. He's one of those characters that when. When he's written well, his stories are excellent. But and maybe I just haven't the, seen that. Right? Yeah, but, but but what I was gonna say was most of the time he's written like shit. Well, the All Star <laughs> Superman stakes are big, right? So he ends up um, flying through the sun, basically getting an extra amount of uh, solar radiation in the first issue of All Star Superman. Yeah, and then learns that he's dying. Mm. So then the rest of the issue is about him knowing I'm about to die, but has to set up the world and defeat his enemies in a way. So that oh, okay. he still is, is able to protect yeah. the world. See that? Happens. See yeah. that's something that yeah. I'm like I could maybe like I'd be down. So I'm curious yeah. to see see how they like which which stuff. way they yeah. go with it. Right. But but it, I'm definitely the, interested. And then on top of that, James Gunn's kookiness, mm-hmm. which I think over that will which is, also work. Too. Yeah, because maybe we'll see a different version of Superman that's just not this like all American, you know, like right. poster boy. Like I want to like, is he gonna be goofy? You know what I mean or what? You know. Well, also just the characters around him, like like the color palette is very Guardians of the Galaxy, like the way they make the aliens look and all that, right? And yeah. just like the way nowhere looks, like just like that is very much plays into the way All Star Superman works. You know, there's this secret base on the moon that he goes to with this crazy scientist that helps him, and like he's like yeah. bench pressing the sun, like it's all this like really wacky stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm really James interested really to see where and going, and I'm also interested to see like like I mean, obviously they'll probably cast some kind of unknown yeah. for him, but like you know, interested to see who they eventually go with. I mean, know? that's going to be the big thing, too, because this is when that series will start being judged. Yep. You know, oh, I, feel, I feel like Waller's going to be a, a no-brainer. Future Commandos, like we said, is low stakes. Superman Legacy, that movie has to be well-received and it has to do some primo budget. Like, has to make money. Right. Yep. Because, because everything else after this is now kind of like, yeah, we have it planned, yeah. but if Superman doesn't make money... Yeah. And then when we start going through the rest of this stuff, you're going to see, this is, this is by far... The highest profile character that he does. Oh, Cause, right. Because after this, they also yeah, um, so it's there's very little one. information. Um, for years, there was a Greg Berlanti um, 
um, like produced HBO Max series of the Lanterns. Right. Kind of. This has now been replaced by the James Gunn version. Yes. But for years we were going to get some sort of like sprawling space epic that really played up the whole space cop aspect. Right. You know, and it would be multiple Lanterns, be it Hal Jordan and John right. Stewart. Well, or whatever. I like. I like and that, that was in development yeah. forever. Right. But I like that now they announced that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and I and then that was kind of one of the big. Um, you know, things of like the Snyderverse, everyone's like, where the fuck's Green Lantern? You know right. what I mean? And they're like, oh, no, no, he's here. Like, yeah. we're, we're, we're establishing yeah. that right early. And I like that. They're also establishing, like, yeah, we have two. Yeah. We're not doing, like, you know, like kind of like the Ryan Reynolds where he, re- like, oh my God, like, I'm, there's, I'm part of this huge thing. It's right. like, oh no, there's already two. And that, and that's one of the things that they could do. It could, it's so easy to do because, again, you don't need to tell it as some kind of an origin story. It's like, guess what? You could just Howard have them done. John Stewart already got the rings. They've been in space for fucking years. Done. Yeah. Like that's all you gotta do. You, right. you don't need to do. You don't need to do what Ryan Reynolds did, where right. the fucking ring comes to Earth again. Right. And you then know? you know, what? and if it does well, then yeah, you can do a a you know a, a seven episode HBO Max spinoff of you know Dude, John you getting the ring. One for years. You've got yeah. Guy Gardner. You yeah. got Kyle, Kyle Rayner. Rayner. Like you can, Jade, you can just keep yeah. on going on. You know. Yeah. Um, Dude, so it's, I would I would yeah. cast Channing Tatum as Guy Gardner. I think that would be fucking <laughs> hilarious. I, I think I think it'd be great. But yeah, so so that seems so, so that so that's another thing that is a little bit lower profile though. Like yes, Green Lantern is a big character, but it's HBO Max, so we'll see what kind of the um, the stakes over that. Now that's, that's only if, if Warner Bros. doesn't decide to pull the plug on HBO. Yeah, we're Max already we're already far into it now. Right. So exactly. we don't even know, like, but, and then but, also too, it said like it said in the vein of True Detective. Now yeah. I don't know if you watched True Detective. Oh yeah, show sure, fucks. But, but but again, it's again where it's very when they said True Detective, I was like, oh, so I I immediately thought, oh, it's smaller scale because True Detective is again it's set. Just, you know, it's regular people set in a murder mystery. So I'm like, oh, so maybe we're not going to get, you know, them going to Oa or whatever. Right. Maybe it might just be maybe smaller and just kind of be used as a way to introduce the characters and then make some hints at some bigger things, right. which I is also, cool. I also read that uh, as um, True Detective is anthology, right? Yes. There's been uh, three seasons, four seasons of filming now. Yes. Each All one. So, so they've been connected. There's been little connections between them. Right. But, but the characters they are, are different. Completely yeah. different settings, completely different detectives, yep. you know. Um, but they just have a they just have a general like theme and tone that is the same. Right. Yeah. So that's something you can do with the lanterns, right? Like you can have these guy like we talked about. You can one. have the, you know this. You can even go back have some sort of you know flashback to a Alan Scott. You know you can really right. go go really go. You, you, so yes. so you, you can theoretically have a whole story where a Green Lantern never goes back to Oa and interacts with like he's he's stationed on a fucking remote yeah. planet and there's a whole series right there you know oh, right. there's no exactly. human it's just Killmonger exactly yeah like, right. like, like, you know like or Sinestro like yeah. obviously Sinestro you know so yeah so there's a lot of um, there's a lot to do there so I'm excited about that yeah uh, the fifth this uh, was a thing. lot of people are yeah. very excited from the buds I was seeing which one was this the Authority oh, I fucking love the Authority now this is the second movie announced this is a movie. It's based off of who were Wildstorm heroes. Yes. It was a, an imprint um, yeah, that Jim really Lee hit products. its height in the 90s. Yep. It's kept around um, here or there for the past couple decades. But in the 90s, it was like a creator-run imprint. And so this was when big creators like Jim Lee and uh, Liefeld and, and a couple others were like really getting... Um, and McFarlane for the yeah, like they were getting their own. They, they all had their own. They all had their thing. own studios underneath the image yeah, right. and they was, wanted to do it their was own. Top yeah. and yeah. Wildstorm was one of them. So this right. was a way for DC to kind of like you know, keep them so. in their orbit, giving them a little bit more money and control of their characters. 
And then, yeah, and then that was them. Yeah. Was it also them kind of being more like, I don't want to write Superman. I want to write something different. Right. But then DC's like, but we're going to keep you because we yeah. want, want to use them. And then they eventually move them yeah, over. Yeah, because they're already owned by Warner Brothers and eventually they'll make a movie. And which then, they even are. as I look here, Superman and the Authority. That's yeah. right. I, I, I brought a couple comics with me today. This is interesting because this just came out this past year. I was going to say, because this is, Superman like, this is the like the big one. They have recently brought in the Authority into um, DC proper. Although, right. in, in a roundabout way, you'll see. This comic actually, they never really clarify. It's only a couple issues, and it's def- and they never give it a different world. But it starts off with Superman meeting with John F. Kennedy in 1963. Oh, okay, so oh, simple. Nice. And uh, <laughs> well, and, and then and then he's much older now, um, and this is now him, like you know, kind of Kingdom Cummy. Right. And this is who teams up with the Authority, and also Manchester Black. Who was really nice. who, who was yep. from the best Superman story of the past thirty years, which of course is uh, Truth Justice, uh, or what's so funny about Truth Justice in the American Way? But then they reference this in the latest Superman, even though it has to be a different Superman. It's a very strange story. Yes, but it, what's but what's great about it is it is the Authority and Superman teaming up, and it's very much inspired by what's so funny about Truth Justice in the American Way because the Authority is like. A darker, violent, more hands-on Justice League. Like mm. they're they're not only more violent and um, and just like, you know, like they don't pull their punches in kind of more of a Batman way, but they're also much more proactive. You know, in the sense where like the Justice League just kind of responds to things, and like the Authority is just trying to prevent and like trying to really use their power, which can open itself up to having some sort of like you know. Like, ha- ha- be repressive a little bit, you know, like, because then you're kind of taking over. So very much like Justice yeah. Lords. And then also, so. when I was, I looked up a little bit about the authority in, you know, it's one of the, the two mains is Midnighter and Apollo, mm-hmm. which are known, because, you know, I have to look up everything gay. It's like, what am I? <laughs> um, they're, you know, very big gay characters. They don't hide it. They had a wedding. It's a whole thing, which is like, when I, when I was, I didn't know that. I didn't know the authority from anything when yeah. I started looking it up. I was like, oh, okay. So I, even then, they're already kind of, kind of making shade at Marvel and be like, oh yeah, we're going to have gay characters. Like you barely, they barely had a gay character. Oh, that's, right. that, that's definitely a play. I guess, yeah, because Marvel it took, sure. it, well, it took 20 movies until like, a, like, and then Eternal showed up and then yeah. Fastest was gay. But before that, it was like And it, and it was nothing. done horribly in Eternals. Yeah, um, but it's not like they can really pretend that DC is some sort of like you know I think there's pride machine because oh like, no no yeah. there was no there was nobody gay at all in like all oh, yeah, of no. the DCEU movies but I'm just saying and, it's, and it's, also yeah. Marvel's gonna release 10 movies before the authority comes out so oh yeah. you're right you're right <laughs> so they have plenty of time to like you're right you're right I mean you know Marvel can have like gay sex scenes before the authority comes out like, I think I think the authority is going to be a big player with uh, honestly I think so I know the movie my, my first big prediction is that you're gonna see at least some characters from the Authority oh, in another, the Waller series, or something. That would be yeah, interesting. yeah. Because I mean, that, I think that plays up very it well. Plays, yeah, like you, the the way that they act plays very much into the kind well, of character Waller they Waller, built yeah. for Waller. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think you're gonna see. Uh, I mean, I, I think I think you're gonna see a lot of that throughout all of this, right? Except for maybe like Creature Commandos or whatever. But I think very early on, James Gunn is gonna be smart enough to have start some sprinkling of these, people yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If he's planned this far in advance, he's had to have thought about some of these things. Also, what's interesting is, you know, like, the Authority is very much like one of these other Justice League amalgams, be it like, um, like, um, 
the, the hero squad or like the yeah, um, every 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 comic book ever yeah. has Supreme had Squadron. Of, yeah, yeah. Yes, even like Midnighter is obviously but Midnighter is Batman, Batman Apollo, oh, yeah. Superman. Apollo, exactly. Superman. exactly. That they're yeah. like a gay couple. Yes. yes, get back to what you're talking about. So we'll we'll see. I'm excited about that. We'll see how it goes. Um, but this is another movie that I feel like will be lower stakes. It'll be like the Eternals in the sense yeah. where, as long as it's profitable, you'll be happy with it because it's not like these are huge heroes. You know, like oh so, right, 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 right. So. And now, the next one is Paradise Lost. This is another HBO I'm actually, this is one of the ones I was, I'm kind of more excited yeah. for. I mean, obviously, because I would say for me, the highlight highlights of both Wonder Woman movies was when they were on Themyscira. I thought it was just done right. very well. Um, obviously, could it be probably a little bit different um, just because we're shifting but i think they also listen to fans and be like oh wow like people really like the mascara cool let's give them some more yeah it's a game yeah. of thrones style prequel set on paradise island or the mascara as it's called and what's curious about this for me is that gal gadot seems to have kind of left wonder woman or not it's unclear right, at least patty they're, jenkins they're, has oh because they yeah. canceled wonder woman 3 well, because which is probably for the best because Thank God, Wonder Woman because two was Wonder Woman two Wonder Woman two was, was not very good. Garbage. Gal Gadot's great Wonder Woman. You Wonder mean, Woman. You mean way was, too was nice. Good. It was terrible. It was so fucking bad. But I also, but I also don't want to blame Patty taking this too much because I think one of the biggest problems with Wonder Woman two was its in, was its uninterconnectedness in the sense where like it didn't mean why anything. Why on earth did we set this movie in the eighties? Yeah, like it was fun. For thirty seconds to see some of the costumes and stuff, like right. sure that was fun. Because we, we've music. already made it as we've already known that she exists in real like in there's, the. There's no stakes, right? So it's basically a prequel to what we saw, and it was like yeah. so she's been through this. Yeah, it completely conflicts with everything from the first movie. Where she was like, yeah, she was like fuck humanity since World War One, and then oh by the way, except for that one time in the eighties where I had yeah. this like insane world ending adventure again, <laughs> the world ending problem. <laughs> God fucking damn it, people, DC. That people, the world was almost ended over wishing. Oh, God, it was so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested so will, to see. Yeah, so will this Paradise Lost be, like, the same style as... I don't think... Or will they yeah. redesign Themyscira? Because that would be, no, that'd I think be interesting. Go, like, I think they're going to go... Um, they're going to do, like, uh, like Gladiator style. Like, really make it a period Yeah, well, because when, we, when I hear Game of Thrones style, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, so a lot of interplay people wise right could, could this be before Hippolyta is like truly right. or in or do we like do we start on a young Hippolyta of like oh I'm taking over this shit you know very political ish yeah. in that and then also though like do we have the, the big gods? Ass, the big do we fi- have like the right like the are they going to be fighting Ares are we going to have those big action set pieces mm-hmm. that Game of Thrones was Hercules now the real question is though is every action scene going to be in slow motion that's the real question. <laughs> oh, and also, if we're talking Game of Thrones, how much titties is going to be in this? Oh, because, lots of titties. Lots of titties. But it's, H, but it's also DC, but it's also HBO Max, so it's yeah. like... I mean, just... just So, so let, let's talk about that for a second, because just based talk on... Talk about titties? All right. <laughs> just based on some of these titles that have been announced, especially The Authority... Um, I, I think they're angling for, and when you look at what he did with Peacemaker on HBO Max, I think James Gunn is angling for, again, and also in a way to compete with Marvel and be different, a, a you know, I hate to use the term darker because DC loves being dark and they always fuck it up. More adult. But, but, but more adult, yeah. Right, like, it's like, like Marvel it really attends, like, not that, not that we're 14-year-olds, but I'm saying 
you know, a fourteen-year-old right. watches the new Ant-Man trailer. I want to do it. Yeah. But that and that's where they want to go. That's fine because kids buy toys and merch. We don't. But I can. I see what you mean. Was like we're gonna try to shoot for like seventeen. Yeah. Like that's where right. DC. Because if, if you if if they even if like if you read the authority that I've got sitting here, if you if they even make it remotely like like Jack right. Hawksmore is like punching heads off of people oh, on a regular yes. basis. Like there's a lot of blood and dismemberment. All throughout all like thirty some odd issues of the Authority, so even to just take a fraction of that is yeah. automatically making it more adult than most of what Marvel does. Now yes. I love that though, but I wonder if they're already setting them up for failure, because part of Marvel's brilliance has been the scattershot nature of what they do. So what they do is yeah. they are able to, you know, in a time when audiences for things get smaller and smaller. You know, the only cultural moment we have now is the Super Bowl. Like, beyond that, you know, we don't have, like, the MASH or the Cheers finales. We don't have these mm. big cultural oh, moments. Right. There are less and less blockbusters, you know, you know, like, yes. news. Everything is getting more segmented. Everything has smaller um, ratings than they did 10 years ago, mm. 20 years before. You know, we're getting smaller and smaller, more, yes. m- more minute audiences. And Marvel has found a way to make something that, yes, 10-year-olds love. But also that adults can watch, and they yes. did a very good job of like really expanding their audience. Yep. And I wonder if DC is pigeonholing themselves. Like, are they going to be able to say some things are adult, some things are kids? Oh, I see. Connected and disconnected yeah. enough, or, instead of just being like it's for everybody. Or are they going to have like, are they going to have like most of what they first released being adult, so that they don't get the kids? And see, then I think that might be a mistake, but. You know, mm-hmm. I trust I trust Gunn's like ability to like be a storyteller. But yes. I wonder if are they pigeonholing themselves to a smaller audience right off the bat, which is going to be a problem because then will they not get the right, box because, office revenue? They right, need because to the kids are gonna like what the fuck is Creature Commandos? They're not going to see that. I mean, even though it's gonna be a TV show, but they're not going to HBO Max to purposely watch that show. Right, and it's also see, I think I think that based on everything that's been announced in this chapter one. Yeah. I think that, and I'm not going to say that box office and revenue is secondary to, to them in this regard. I think that they're letting, as of right now, it seems that they're letting him play the play long around a game, little bit. Yeah. you know, to see. Because this is just chapter one, right? So you got to yeah. figure there's a few more, um, at least a couple of dozen other more projects over the next decade to come out here. You know, because again, it's we've all been spoiled Right, because like once, ever since Captain America: Civil War came out, right, like every Marvel movie, the regular ones, like almost all of them, are making a billion dollars. Like yeah, we right. were spoiled with that, right? But prior to that, you know, like they weren't making you know billions of dollars. Right. They were successful. So I think they're trying to find that middle ground where mm-hmm. they're, they're more concerned about long term profits than making every product be a billion dollar you know fucking right. revenue stream. But then my concern is the corporate structure of the new Warner Brothers Discovery merger. Because this is a company oh, that yeah. is taking projects off of HBO Max so that they don't have to pay royalties. Oh, that's why the shows they, are disappearing? Yeah. Oh, because I, I, yeah. I saw that like a lot of shows are disappearing on Patreon and I didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah because, because they're not getting the revenue out of it they wanted. They're, uh, because not a million people are about, watching those things that they take. As okay. we talked yeah. about, they're, um, they, so Back, Batgirl was the most high profile, but they have canceled a bunch of projects that were already filmed. They're shelving things. Yes. I that mean, girl was not canceled for tax purposes. <laughs> but, the, I mean... Conspiracies. 
Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, you know, it's like What's they, they did yeah, destroy it in a sense so that it can't ever be viewed. It's the only way you would get the tax money back. They have written off a lot of projects. Yes. And and regardless of what you think about any conspiracies about it, is this is a company that seems to be really struggling financially and trying to do everything they can to make money. Yeah. So I wonder if them stepping into this, what seems like a five-year-plus plan of making okay money... Also, they are barely releasing anything in theaters. Like we're already up to our sixth project, and the, most we of it's one, HBO. Yeah, Max. we have we have two we have, movies. We have two movies, one big movie, right? The Authority's yeah. going to be, you know, at best, it'll get attention. Yes. Yeah. And then and then and then now we can get into the seventh project, which is a movie, and it's Batman, so it's guaranteed to make a lot of money. But yeah. it's another Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have the Brave and the Bold. This will introduce, and this is very important. Um, the wording he used is very important because you read this description and you mm-hmm. think this could be Ben Affleck, but he says this will introduce the DCU Batman, right? Which means much mean it's a new guy. Yes, yeah. but it's um, it's not Robert Pattinson, hmm. and Damian Wayne will be Robin, right? Which, which I like. Means which I love, but that just means in general this Batman has to be older. Right, right. Oh, like, yes. Nightwing exists out there yeah. already. So, yes, so, so, Nightwing and Jason Todd. So, so, so that means he's <laughs> and Tim Drake. That means at, at best he's mid thirties, probably older. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. You'll have a Batman who's going to be much older than your Superman, since they already said Superman's going to be twenty five. Yeah. And like, and 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 you're not going with Ben Affleck when you could have just gone with Ben Affleck because I know Ben Affleck's fifty, but like that's a good age for him to have. You know, because if he has Damian Wayne when he's like to say twenty five, mm. you know. Fifteen years later, he's forty. You know, like forty to fifty. Well, it depends which age. which Damien they're going because, like, in the DC animated universe right now, Damien's in there and he's like ten. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. then there's other versions of Damien that but are. It, but even high, then, you know? you know, like for him to have that's why I said thirty five is the minimum, right? Yeah, yeah. For him to be in his, he has to have Damien somewhere in his twenties. I agree. Which means yeah. so if, even if he's ten, like that's still crazy. Also, I have a question about yeah. this because again, I didn't get a chance to research so. When I say the brave and the bold, what comes to my mind, as someone has no, is the really hokey animated show. But is that did the animated show just use the name or right? Was that... That's a long term like 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 that, comic. Like yeah. like so. Okay. First off, there was a more recent comic when Damien Wayne took over as Robin. Right. Called Batman: The Brave and the Bold. But oh, also, okay. The Brave and the Bold was a long term um, like uh, comic book series throughout the fifties into the seventies. Where it was like a team up, like there would be World's Finest, would be Batman and Superman. Oh right, Brave okay. the Bold would be like a team up. Would often have oh okay, because like, um, like I said, the Brave and the Bold. Justice I just I watched a few episodes. It was just very hokey. No, the Brave and the Bold like, is just something. Oh okay. DC uses. They should have the picked time. a different name then, because when he announced that, I'm like, oh, so it's gonna be hokey and funny, and like that's what again, yeah. someone who doesn't have all the knowledge. No. That's what me. I was like, oh fuck this. If anything, know. this is this is going into what Matt was saying earlier. It's another dark series because oh, okay. you know Damian Wayne is. He is he's an he's asshole. a kid who is trained by assassins, and part of the reason why Batman takes over his training and whatnot because is that he's like Dane loses just, like, his humanity. Kills, like, yeah, he, he's, 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 yeah. a, he's a psychopath. Yes, like he's he's basically been he's he's been raised as like one of the only kids by this group of assassins. Right. Batman his, feels his grandfather, bad. who was his father figure, is a psychopath villain, and what he ends up you know doing is he he ends up getting more. Um, humanity through being with Batman, but exactly. like it's very dark. And, yes. and so this will play into a lot of that. So yeah, so we and have I, another dark right. movie. And I love how they also were like, oh, like we're still gonna probably get a Batman too. Because yes. like I'm glad that they just didn't shove it off. Yep. 
Right. You know, and they said, no, both can exist. Right. And we're okay with that. Like, that was something I just appreciated, that they just threw everything off the table. Like, no, we're keeping some things, you know, well, also because that's probably, like, their one moneymaker. One guaranteed yeah. moneymaker because the last Batman made a shit ton of money yeah. and got good reviews. And, and so good. For DC, they don't they usually get one or the other. It's either good reviews, no money, or a lot of money. Well, it's no so reviews. funny that everything that DC has done that has been either completely outside of their prime animated universe or loosely connected to their prime animated universe has been consistently good and infinitely better mm-hmm. than anything in their prime universe. Yeah. Like, head and shoulders above. Yes. And But this does make me, and, you know, I guess we can skip ahead um, since you mentioned it. So, they already said that the Joker and the Batman series, mm. which both have sequels in development. You right. know, of course, the... They're the, two money-making properties. Yeah. How fun. But they're still going to exist. And yes. they're going to be under the Elseworlds banner. Right. Yes. So there'll be like a different logo at the front. It'll be marketed differently. And I also think we're at a time where, especially after No Way Home and with like the Jurassic World series, how they rebooted it, we're yeah. at a time where like the consumer is a little bit more used to and like willing to accept these different continuities. It's just, it's just a different type of consumer now. Right. Like, you don't, there have, can to, be you don't have to Batman. hit people over the head with it. It's like, listen, yeah. like Brave and the Bold and then the Batman will be in theaters, not at the same time anything, but like, just go see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you don't understand it, then that's it. We're, at, just, a, we're at a time when DC needs to, I swear to God, if they don't update the intros, the the banner to their fucking movies, dude, that thing is so bad. It looks, it looks like it was made by like a first year graphic arts dude. Like it's so terrible. <laughs> well, it's actually... That intro where you see basically bad computer animated versions yes. of a Justice League that is a different group right. than the Justice League that's in the movies. It's so like it's, it, it, oh, it, yeah. It, yeah. oh yeah. What it is yeah, is fucking Green Lantern is in it. Like, like what God. it is is it is it is a microcosm of everything that's been wrong with DC Studios. Yeah. So they don't show faces. Right, no faces. Because they don't know who's playing anybody. Yeah. It's <laughs> so that, is, that is true. They yes. don't have a consistent lineup because they don't have a Justice League. Yep. It is a microcosm of everything that's wrong with that series. But yeah, you're right. They need an updated one, which I guess they're going to do with this new branding. Yeah. My only problem with Batman the Brave and the Bold is excited as I am to have more Batman. Especially since it's the only uh, guaranteed, not only moneymaker, but guaranteed quality release that comes out of um, DC. Is that this means we're probably not going to see Robert Pattinson's Batman exists with other heroes oh i see oh i I didn't think about that and you know because it's very likely i would like to see his version against a very chipper superman that we're probably wouldn't that be yeah i mean i I just it's unfortunate i mean like listen they might introduce they they, listen if if marvel shows anything with multiverse anything is possible right i mean and maybe you you could have a different superman like all that like but i just think it's more unlikely now Right, like you right. know, like like I would like the Batman Part Two or whatever they're calling yeah. it will be a ba- ba- Pattinson's last Batman. I I would feel yeah. no, no. I think it's gonna no. I, I think if, you think they'll just keep going with it because I think I think um, that last movie made seven hundred million dollars, even though people were not looking forward to it. And if you look at the box office uh, numbers, remember Batman Begins did okay money. Dark Knight made a billion dollars, right? Oh. And it was based off the fact that people were like. You gotta think the last Batman movie before Batman Begins was Batman and Robin. Right. People yeah. had Batman fatigue. <laughs> that Batman, and there was a time. That Batman time. Begins movie. That one like laid the um, laid the pathway for the Dark Knight. Like it right. got and a lot of people watched it on DVD. 
and on TV, like it, like it had a secondary market mm-hmm. that where it where it really got people's attention. And this new Batman has been the same. Like you know, like you got a lot of you know, like oh, the, so they're they're banking on like all right, the second one if this one does huge. I bet yeah, right. I almost guarantee the second one's going to do a better box office. And then if you're talking at like a billion plus, it, its box office just doubled. Then you have to make a third one, right? But well, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then, and then I don't know if they're still going to do that Penguin series. They were talking no, they about. are. Um, I actually, um, I know some friends. It's going to be filming in New York. Actually, I'm more excited yeah. for that than I am about anything that DC is doing. <laughs> Colin Farrell absolutely yeah. stole the show as the Penguin. Oh, I will, so I will watch a hundred episodes. He played such of, like a oh my New God. Yorker. I loved it. I will watch a hundred episodes of him as the Penguin. He was so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's another thing too. So now this Elseworlds is getting quite big too. So right. now you very have two very competing things. So yeah. we'll see. But like I say, you know, my biggest concern is that, okay, we really just nailed the Batman. Mm. And now we're not going to have him in the, in the, in the, in the Oh, right, right. When you, could, when you could keep, you can keep it Batman going. Batman is hard yeah. to nail. Yeah. So now you want another person to make another awesome Batman. Which is like, eh, yeah, you know, like, about that. Yeah. But, you know, so, so we'll see. Um, the then next, uh, one. next one, Booster Eighth Project, Gold. Booster Gold. No information beyond Booster Gold HBO Max series. Yes. Uh, this is another kind of perfect thing for James Gunn. Booster Gold is the comedic character. Uh, he's lesser known. It's an HBO Max series, so they can be quirkier with it. They're not going to have um, a lot of. Um, they're not going to have a lot of like um, um, expectations in terms of the ratings of it. You know. Right. So they now, can from fun. what I remember, again, my quick research, Booster Gold's from the future, but he's like like not liked and then he like time travels yeah. to be a hero so people will like him my best way to describe him to the uh, uninitiated is he's biff if he wanted to be a hero okay so he goes back in time and he has technology mm-hmm. and he knows some things right about so, like what's happened yeah. yeah so he connect but but he's but yes he is yes he wants to be a hero mm-hmm. so he wants to do it for good reasons he's also he wants to do it because he wants to be a hero, not only for good, for but also ego. because his ego. So, like, you know, he's 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 not Biff, where he's like, you know, just gonna he, spend. He, all the he money has and, duality where he's yeah. like an asshole, but then yeah. yeah, and then and then you know, once he gets into situations where um, he has to save others, and when he gets um, and and when he's under threat and he has to actually be heroic and selfless, that changes his personality. Gotcha. Kind of goes through the. And is he a tech based power? Uh, Tech based hero? Yes, yeah. very much so, yeah. Okay, so he doesn't so, have like powers, powers. No, no. Oh. So he gets them through technology. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah. Then we have number nine, and this one we have a little bit more information on. So this is Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Yes. Which is based right off here. of a series that just came out. In fact, I have one of the issues here. Um, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow um, is kind of perfect for James Gunn again. So this one takes place entirely in the cosmos. And if you, oh, okay. Yeah, and if you look at the art style and the style of the aliens you see uh, in Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, they very much look like they could fit within the world of Guardians of the Galaxy. The color palette is a lot of, a lot of pinks, purples, and greens. Yeah. Um, I really mean, like this different, art style. Di- Yeah, very different looking aliens. Basically, it's, it's Supergirl going around um, uh, and like being more of a cosmic superhero. There's a yeah, great, I love this. Yeah, like, she's very like rogue. It looks yeah. very you know, and, not as chipper, which is nice. Not as yeah. chipper as if we're going this like bright Technicolor Superman. Mm-hmm. And this is a nice foil to him, almost like. But she also has crypto with her, which is just I love. Fun. I know. I, I, I would love crypto. to see a good crypto. And then, and then they're also playing. What this series does, and what I think the movie will do really well, 
is that they play off the fact that Supergirl is very different from Superman because she was on Krypton. So she Wait, isn't right. raised on Earth and doesn't become, um, like, she's not a human first. She is Kryptonian first. So, yes, right. you know, she's still a good person. Yeah. But she, she, she has she, a secret identity. Yeah. But for her, both the... Um, the loss of Krypton is much more real to her because she knew all those people. Like it's like really right. Happened. Superman was a newborn. He didn't even freaking yeah. So 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 being able to play into that is, 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 will be fun. And then they're also starting off Supergirl Superman right off the bat. So this is great too. Right. Like you'll have two, and and um and they'll both be able to share like the style and all that. So I'm excited. So for I'm this. thinking. So I guess their new three yeah are going to be Superman, Supergirl, and Batman. Now this is of course interesting because. They were introducing a Supergirl, and Will still introduced a Supergirl in the Flash movie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot she's in that motherfucker. So we're about to see a Supergirl that they're going to basically get rid of. Which, yeah, I, I mean, know. you know what? She she can collect her paycheck for one movie. Go ahead. Yeah, dude, this is, like, so this is the, let's talk about this for a minute, because, like, I just this is the one. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Like, oh this is the real concern with all of this, right? Like, I think... James Gunn, you know, if this was 10 years ago, I'd be like, and we didn't have to, you know, be suffer through Snyder's vision of the DC Universe, I'd be like, all in on this. But, like, how, like, we saw how badly Zack Snyder fucked everything up, how badly Warner Brothers fucked everything up yeah. with it. Like, you don't trust him. Yeah, I don't trust Warner Brothers. Yeah, like, like how... Will they give him time? Yeah, exactly. Like, how much rope are they going to give him? Right. Or are they, they going to be very restrictive? And, yes. And, and, and well, then that's what, like, happened to um, Suicide Squad 1. And um, uh, oh, David Iyer, he's come out and said, like, no, the movie was completely different. Right. And then they, because, I guess... Um, Superman vs. Batman came out was very dark and their movie was very dark Warner Brothers didn't like that and they said oh you gotta make this more fun yeah, they and then they and then he's like and then it got sliced and fucking diced right. and posed yeah. that's why half the time you're watching it and like like they're in the bar Captain Boomerang like grabs the beers and leaves and literally you count it's like one two three four five he comes back in and it's like it doesn't make any sense because there was like three or four scenes in between that made reason why he left it got hacked to death yeah. and th that was again how much rope are they gonna have because they went to Iron and they're like, Yeah, no, you're doing yeah. this and fuck off. And that's you know? and that's how you know that things were all like were fucked from the beginning because the moment that Batman versus Superman came out and most people hated it, DC pushed the panic button immediately. It right. was like, Oh my god, we can't make another movie like this. Because yeah, for all we know, the the original cut of Suicide Squad might have actually been really good. Because I right. remember thinking when the trailer came out, I was like Oh shit! This movie looks awesome. Yes. and then it was hot fucking garbage. But you know, but at exactly. that point we started to come to expect that after Suicide Squad came out, everything right. else. And, it's, and then it's funny, like when they said you, you hit said hit the panic button, and it's I think that the, it's changing because when you know James Gunn was taking over, and I forget what the piece was that everyone was pissed off about him with, but he was like, "Oh yeah, fan outrage isn't going to change our decisions." I'm just letting y'all know that. Oh yeah, it was no, the, and, but it I was trust... the, the Jason Momoa yeah. thing about that he wasn't going to continue to be Aquaman. Oh, that's what yeah. it was. But but again, that's the difference. But like you could already tell the difference because right. DC was like, "Oh fuck," he's like, "Oh, y'all can be mad. Yeah, like, I'm oh, okay with so, that." Yeah. But I want to clarify: that's James Gunn saying that. Oh, I guess you know? right. I mean, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we're talking about the top right. here. We're talking about the. I mean. The, there is he a, can say as much as he wants, but it doesn't like, matter. There's it was, a world. Because Zack Snyder did the same thing. Yeah. Zack Snyder was like, fuck you, I'm going to do whatever yeah. I want. And DC let him, and it was terrible. Yeah. yeah. And Because there's a world in which Shazam is so good 
that in terms of like maybe it's box office. It, mm-hmm. The movie looks okay. It looks middling. I mean, like, the new I one? like, yeah. I mean, yeah. the trailers maybe may not do it justice. So the first one was was a breath of fresh air. Maybe the second one is still good. But there's a world where Shazam is so good that like now that messes up his plans. I I don't know how. Oh, like you're saying if Shav- if Shazam makes a billion dollars, which I don't think will, but if it does, then it's like oh fuck, we might have to restructure some things. There are four now. movies that James Gunn has. No, I'm sure that he has some sort of say now since it's going to be released after. He's right, but it's not like he filmed them. Like or, but they're there done. are four movies in a completely different world that can come out. If these movies do well or introduce characters that are good, then things got to start how does shifting. Think, what if the Supergirl and the Flash is fucking awesome? You know, oh like, right. What, uh, you know, like what do you do with the Supergirl you're creating that has to be different? Or do you just put her in the Supergirl movie and it's like whatever? You exactly. I mean? No, that's, <laughs> I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of these types of choices. And to be going and, forward, and to be clear, I do think that the, I mean, it's got Michael Keaton in it. Like there's, I, I I would be shocked if the Flash movie is not good. Right. I don't, you know, we we've said before that I don't particularly like Ezra Miller. Yeah, it's, um, it's like yeah, at all. It sucks. It's it's tough though. It's actually similar to what's going on on with Hogwarts Legacy right now. It's the only part of it. It's people are having a hard time separating the game and then from JK. Right. And right. I think the same thing with the Flash is like Ezra Miller. Like I'm not a fan of him either, but it's hard separating like the way he is versus the movie. Well, and, and to know? be clear, and it's not it's not just that I don't like him because I think he's a complete shithead. I've never liked him as an actor. I can't oh yeah, no, of, I found him very of, annoying. Yeah, in, um, I can't think of one in thing, the Justice League movies. Yeah, like I, I can't think of one thing I've seen him in where I was like, oh, this guy's a good actor. Like I find him very annoying in every role I've ever he seen. He seems like a bad, and I want to stress this because I didn't even like this show. He seems like a bad guest star from The Big Bang Theory. Dude. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like oh my god, I love I, that. I, I don't like The Big Bang Theory. It's like he's an actor on that who's not even as good as the main ones. Exactly. Like he's like yeah. he's a yeah. poor man's Big Bang Theory. It's almost like what people who can't read think smart people are like. The only good role oh that I've ever seen Ezra Miller in and I'm, I'm convinced the only reason he was good in this role is because he was essentially playing himself, <laughs> was in Trainwreck, where he, like, tricks Amy Schumer into, into, like, sleeping with him, and he's, like, a 17-year-old kid, yeah. or whatever, and he's, like, all fucked up on, like, on drugs and alcohol. Like, that was the only time I felt his performance was believable, because I'm like, oh, this is just the way he normally fucking is. Or he's just been method in that role the past <laughs> <laughs> He just hasn't turned it off. He's yep. still that character. God. And then the last project uh, we've talked so about. I'm so excited. Is something that's Perfect. completely different, which is Swamp Thing. Now, now, now James Mangold yeah. is currently in Talks to Direct. Yeah. And I love Swamp Thing. I'm super excited to see where they go. Did they do also, a series? They did. Was, or was that Man Thing? I can't. I, they did. I well, Man Thing is Marvel. Okay. Oh, so but Man Swamp Thing was, yeah. in, was in Werewolf by Night. So, okay. so there was another short lived DC universe. <laughs> um, on uh, There was a DC, um, there was a DC app. The DC Universe app, which was great because it had um, a huge comic book library um, for everything that was six months older. Um, six I months missed older, the DC older. Universe app. The DC, DC Universe, Universe app was what so was good. So, so, so it was an app that had comics and, and video. Yeah. So it had comics up to six months ago. So it had yep. a huge backlog of tons of old oh, comics and green okay. digital. Yep. It, it had tons of old shows. The old Shazam show, dude, Wonder had, Woman, Dude, it had Batman. the 1950s Batman serial yeah. on it. Like, yeah. It was fucking incredible. Yeah. So it had a great video selection. Yeah. And it also had um, 
this new series of shows, yep. Titans. Titans, yep, that's where it started. That, that, that's, that's where originally uh, Doom Patrol was supposed to be. Yep. And it had a Swamp Thing show that was that was good. Did you watch the Swamp Thing show? I never actually got around to doing it. I, I heard it wasn't like, horrible, yeah. though. No, it was actually pretty good from what I heard. It was, it was so it was short-lived. Um, it, you know, like, it was basically canceled. They kind of kind of wrapped it up with, like, the sixth episode, yeah. I think it was. But it was great. It's exactly the tone I want from this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I thought... James Mangold. Is he like, the one that did Logan? No. Yes. Ah. But, yeah, but that right. show had this, like, southern gothic... You know, it was it was better then, but it had, like, the same kind of southern gothic feel, like a true blood. No, you know, yeah, yeah. Swamp, and it was, you know, because, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, about this, like, um, love story between this, you know, doctor and this guy yeah. who was turned into the swamp thing, so... It was it was great, and also what's nice about this is James Mangold can do dark things very well. <laughs> we trust him as a director, and it's going to be disconnected enough that I feel like this will be good. And I'm curious to see, you know, since the whole since these whole ten projects we just talked about are gods and monsters, he's one of the real monsters in this. So I'm yeah. curious to see how that plays right. out. Like, what is the ultimate villain they're building to? Like, right. who knows? Yep. I'm interested to see because he calls it God and Monsters, which of course then. Reminds me of the DC animated Gods and Monsters, which then reimagined, you know, Wonder Woman, Batman, yeah. and Superman. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting that he called it that, knowing that that was also a recent movie. Is that just like coincidence, or are they actually trying to do something different? And that's there? the real big question. Is so since you know since Zack Snyder failed miserably at everything that he did and fucked Darkseid up royally for the brief moment that yeah. we saw him, do and and, and and you know because Marvel had Thanos, right? Does do, do they go with a big bad in Dark Side or do they go someplace else like a Brainiac or something like that? That's the real question for me. Right. Yeah, I mean, and I mm. wonder a good way to introduce Brainiac though is so we have the Lanterns well, and, the, well, and, and, that and Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Yeah. So we have two series that definitively take place in a cosmic area. Yep. We're so starting could, off cosmic, which yeah. is interesting. So they yeah. could easily have like. A Brainiac tease. Yep. Also, you know, there's the whole aspect. Um, you know, they changed around the different origins of um, of um, Kara Zor El for a while here. But you know, there is the aspect of the Bottle City of Candor. Yep. Mm. Argo City. They could yep. play up right. some sort of thing where uh, Brainiac is somehow tied into what happened with Supergirl's past. You could easily do that. Uh, he's also just right. a power out there, so she, whenever she's fighting out there, the cosmos could be connected. Right. Also, Obviously, and also if we have lanterns, you have to you have to consider Sinestro as a huge character. Yeah, yeah. You know? So so we'll see. I mean, I think a lot there. Also, Booster Gold. He's a technology superhero. He's from the future. From the future. Yeah. That could right. be a brainiac aspect right. too. And then uh, and then you think Superman, of course, you think like Lex. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. all those. So there's a lot there. So yeah. So that's it. Those are the ten projects and. Um, it really seems like they're consolidating now, though, because they, they've I'm announced... interested to revisit this in, yeah. like, three years to see if anything changes. Yep. Well, yes. Because so... Marvel... I mean, Marvel tries its yeah. best. Like, you know, when Marvel first announced Infinity War, it was Infinity War Part 1 and 2, and then, yeah. you know, things changed. Um, so I'm interested to see what, what changes, if anything. And, uh, yeah. Well, that's yeah, I mean, and that's that's what I think we're all going to be curious about is... We just talked about these ten projects that they're all going home about, but... As we know from DC, if we know anything about DC, <laughs> is that they are really good at announcing projects Fucking things up. and not making them. Right. Like, how many movies have, I mean, Man of Steel 2 yeah. has been announced twice and never been made? <laughs> right. One <laughs> yeah. of the only movies I think that have been announced twice. DC, <laughs> D, Marvel, DC has canceled more projects than Marvel has, like, made in the last year. Like, that mm-hmm. Marvel's made more. Like, just... Yeah. 
And also, you know what was canceled that was in heavy pre-production? The Nicolas Cage Superman movie that we never got to see. Oh, yeah. Have you watched a documentary on that? No. We, you have, Who we killed have to, Superman Lives? I think it's the death available. Of, the death of death Superman, Superman Lives. Sorry, we we yeah. had to sit down and watch it. It's, oh, fuck yeah. It's next level it. good. And of course, um, one day we'll get that about the Zack Snyder world. I can't wait. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, man, this was this was a really good uh, a really good talk through to go through all this. Um, we're excited to see where James Gunn takes this. Yeah, uh, we'll have some more some more follow ups on this with some uh, individual hot takes and what you see. And um, we're gonna do I'm gonna do a whole I do a whole background episode because I have so many fucking conspiracy theory hot takes about that. But, um, <laughs> this was a lot of fun. Um, We'll see you guys next time. I'm Matt. I'm Will. And I'm Ed. This is Ready, Set, Review.